everyone, and welcome back to the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. Happy New Year. Tanya D here, and I am super excited to be back with you. I hope you all had an amazing holiday season. It was amazing for myself and my family just to kick back, relax a little bit, and just enjoy each other's time and enjoy some uh, games and winter activities. Super, super amazing. Um, So today we are going to be digging in and talking a little bit about uh, the effects of dairy on our hormones. So you won't want to miss this. Let's dig in. Hey there, and welcome to the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. I'm Tanya D, nutritionist and former hormone hot mess. (laughs) Yes, yes, that was me not too long ago. Listen, are you currently experiencing or struggling with weight gain, mood swings, or hot flashes? And just don't plain feel great in your skin anymore? Midlife doesn't have to be a hot mess. Listen, sister, I know exactly how you feel. I'm here to share with you my best nutrition and health and mindset tips to make the season of change a smoother one. Let's dig in. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. So we are going to dig in today about dairy and milk and the whole... um, industry that is that is surrounding milk and pushing milk uh on us uh given the you know the food guides that are out there says that we need to have a certain amount of milk on our plate or we're going to lose bone mass or kids are not going to develop properly we are going to have fractures as we age and and all of this type of thing okay so first of all i want to just say that as humans, okay, we are the only species that consumes milk after weaning, okay? So no other species does this, all right? And we really have to look at that. Um, now, when agriculture started to become uh, more practiced, that's when people started consuming milk and milk products, okay? Now, the milk that was produced 100 years ago, 200 years ago, is quite different from the milk that is produced now, okay? So the milk in the cows from over 100 years ago were um, more uh, heritage uh, cows. They were kind of weird looking. They just, they grazed in the far, in the fields. They weren't kept in barns and, and one after the other, one next to the other. They weren't fed hormones and and all kinds of different mixed feed and things that cows shouldn't be eating. Um, Today's cows are eating and they're being pumped full of different hormones so that they can produce more milk. And they are in fact being fed uh, antibiotics because when you live in uh, close quarters with other cows, and you're living there basically and you're you have tubes attached to you all the time you're going to run into more infections and bacteria and disease so in order to combat this so that milk production doesn't go down the farmers feed the cows and and give them all of these artificial things okay so that in itself the fact that the cow is not really happy, not able to see the sun and is living in these conditions does not produce a healthy milk. 
Okay, so if you are drinking regular uh, industrial cow's milk, I highly urge you uh, to relook at this, okay? Because if you are getting these hormones, not only is, is the animal being pumped full of hormones, but there are hormones naturally occurring in the milk. So if you want to balance your hormones by giving yourself uh, hormones from an animal, that is not going to be of much benefit to you, okay? Now, uh, there are places in the world that they do thrive on milk, all right? And one of these places is actually in Sardinia, Italy. So in this particular part of Italy, there are more people living past 100 than, than in the U.S. There are many centurions there. And most of their diet, a lot of their diet is actually dairy, okay? But we need to look at the types of things and the way that those uh, cows are being treated, how they're being raised. And a lot of these people, they actually walk far in the fields and they're, they're with the cows. They're, they're eating um, uh, very beneficial plant material, not just grass, but plants that actually increase the phytonutrients that are found in the milk. And they're allowed to graze and be happy and see the sun and see each other. And it's, it's just a harmony, more of a harmonious blend of, of being content. And when you have a cow like that, then you are going to get a different milk product than a cow that is industrial raised. Okay. So can people consume milk and, uh, and be healthy? Yes, I think some people can. There are some people who ha definitely have a lactose intolerance where they will get gas, bloating, diarrhea, distension, and just do not do well on dairy. Uh, there are some people who can digest it without those, those symptoms, but they could uh, get increased risks of um, diseases, um, estrogen dominance as well, uh, acne, which I, that was a huge thing for me, myself. When I consume dairy, my skin breaks out. So, and so we want to be limiting our amount of dairy uh, at all costs so that we don't have these hormonal imbalances, possible symptoms, side effects, things like that. Now, can you find something, a dairy that is going to be a benefit to you? Absolutely. If you want to try perhaps goat milk, that is shown to be easy, easily uh, digested or more uh, digestible. So there are options out there if you really want your dairy, if you really love your dairy. I'd opt for uh, an organic brand. Um, that's what I would do. So my husband is very much uh, a cream lover. He loves cream in his coffee and he's not given that up. So I get him an organic cream and he has that in his coffee a little bit every day. So uh, once in a while I do consume dairy uh, and I do see the effects of the dairy after I've consumed it, uh, probably about a week week and a half later, I noticed, 
possibly some uh, outbreaks on my face, uh, little pimples or things like that. I also notice uh, some more inflammation going on as well. So I'll notice um, an increase of my inflammation in my body. Uh, so, you know, whether you want to continue having that in your diet, uh, you might want to, you know, think twice about it. Uh, also, there have been uh, some different studies out there. There was one done in the New England Journal of Medicine and it, the effects of milk on human health. There were absolutely no beneficial uh, findings uh, that they had there. And actually, there was more increased risk of bone fracture with the consumption of milk. So what we have to look at is, is what we are doing every day. So when we're drinking pop and things like this, it, those, those things contain uh, certain compounds and chemicals that can actually lead to a loss of calcium in the body. So if we were to eliminate these processed things, then we wouldn't need as much calcium in the first place. And when we look at calcium, we need, also need vitamin D for its absorption into the bone. We also need zinc as well in, in certain amounts as well to work with that calcium. So it's not just the fact that we need calcium, magnesium. We need these other vitamins and minerals as well to work synergistically together to uh, make sure that our bones are healthy and we're getting the right amount of calcium to where it's supposed to go. So looking at that, we can look at milk alternatives. So almond milk, macadamia nut milk, those are fine in moderation and we need to look at the ingredients that are in them. I know there's some, some things that, uh, like some brands that I cannot, um, or they do not sit with well with me. So the caraway, caraway uh, is, is one of the ingredients that I need to avoid. It can actually uh, contribute to leaky gut. So we want to make sure that there is little, um, uh, like little additives in it. We want to look for a cleaner, uh, less gums and things like that in the, um, in the milk itself, in the almond milk or the macadamia nut milk itself. So look for fewest ingredients and organic if possible. I know it's hard to come by, but it, it, it is possible to find it. It's just you need to look a little bit further. Look in some specialty health food stores if, uh, if you want to go that far. So looking at it all in all, uh, there are more disadvantages to consuming milk and dairy than there are benefits. And um, so for that reason, I choose not to consume dairy on a regular basis. I do love cheese. Absolutely. I love cheesecake. It's yeah, it's so good. I love cream. Absolutely tastes amazing. So that's why I choose to do and consume sparingly once in a while. If I happen to go out for dinner, I might grab a piece of cheesecake. But that might not be uh, very often it might be once a year, once every six months. So it's not going to have a huge effect on my health. So it's the day-to-day -day things that we are doing that are really going to change the trajectory of our health, really focus on the day-to-day -day stuff. Uh, so if you wanted to reach out and you are looking to better your health in this new year, if you're really not sure of where to start, I can definitely help you on that path to better health, better hormones, 
feeling better in your own skin and squashing any symptoms that you are currently experiencing. If you want to do something on your own, you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can go ahead and grab the 21-day uh, hormone reboot program that I have available. You can check out the link down in the show notes. You can get in touch with me and my email. I'll drop it down in the show notes as well. Or you can come on and say hi over on Instagram, Tanya D Goes Gray, and I'd be happy to uh, set up a call with you, even a consult, 15-minute consult to go over what your goals are. Just, uh, you know, just reach out and I'd be happy to chat with you more. So uh, that being said, that is it for this session of the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate you. And I will see you next time. Bye for now.